Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a great show. We're continuing our series on vision, 2020 vision uh, for the new year. And tonight we're going to be talking about vision for your marriage. One of the most important topics that we could talk about is vision for your relationships, vision for your marriage. So if you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. We're happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week we share these statements of how important I feel the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home, family, and relationships. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home. But nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911. In-laws or outlaws? Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly... At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. Good evening and welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. Some people are skeptical of the New Year resolutions and some people believe that the start of a new year is a great time for new beginnings. Whether you're a skeptic or a resolution junkie, if your marriage needs a tune-up, this is the perfect time to begin to talk about vision. Marriage problems? Throughout my years of serving couples, I have noticed that several things contribute to marital dissatisfaction. 
a couple being stuck or unfulfilled in their marriage, unresolved childhood trauma, lack of self-awareness, disconnection, fear of unknown, and lack of vision are among the list. There is so much power in having vision for your life and marriage. It does not matter if you decide to create your marriage vision on your anniversary, birthday, or new year. However, it does matter that you both take the time to assess your connection, level of intimacy, spiritual, emotional, and physical, and overall marital satisfaction. I want to encourage you to take time and sit alone, then with one another to gain clarity on what it is the both of you desire to remain the same, to change, and achieve throughout your marriage. Why has God put the two of you together? A marriage vision allows you to do just that. Having a vision for your marriage is just as important as having a financial plan or a business plan. Every great team has a vision. And what I love about the process of creating your marriage vision is you get to define and create your marriage vision together. And this gives you both the opportunity to dream, then also ensure that your combined dream comes into fruition. Relationships are hard, and as the epitome of human connectedness, intimacy, and proximity, marriage might be the hardest of them all. The reason marriage is so difficult is because two people have to merge into one, while also keeping unique identities. This is also who makes marriage so beautiful. Done well, marriage can be a source of energy, encouragement, and fulfillment. Done wrong, it can mitigate disaster. While many of us struggle deeply, all of us have to work to do. There is no marriage that is all figured out, despite what it might look like over your fence. Every good marriage has a shared vision and something every healthy marriage has. Whether they call it that or not, vision is about assessing values, agreeing on a purpose to pursue, and committing to chase after that purpose at all costs. Some marriage do this instinctively. Maybe their upbringings were similar and their values inherently agreed upon. Even so, people in these marriages will lose sight of the vision and chase other things if they do not name it and cultivate it. When we talk about communication being so important in relationships, what we're really saying is how vital it is to have a shared vision. Vision is the purpose of communication, and we talk so that we can get on the same page. This is just another way of saying that when we want to understand what the relationship is about and commit to its greater good. We do this by valuing its individual members and the entity as a whole. But all that communication leaks out in the wash if we don't ground it in vision. Shared vision is simply the mission of your marriage. What is the point? The purpose. Why are we together? And what does it matter? The answer is never about one or the other, but both. There are too many individual desires for us to be about any or all of those. Vision becomes the slogan for the marriage, and it becomes the thing we are about. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge, and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Join me, Debbie Rule, every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. And this week we'll be continuing our series on vision. This week, how to have a vision for your marriage. Join me this Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, where we'll be talking about how to have a vision for your marriage. I'll see you then.
Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we're discussing 2020 vision, vision for your marriage. Uh, for most people, their primary relationships are most important relationships that they have. Unfortunately, they have no plans or goals for them. Most couples spend a lot of time planning their one-day wedding, but few plan their lifelong marriage. What do you want from your marriage? What is the purpose of your relationship, and why are you with your partner? Those questions need to be answered for you to be satisfied in your marriage. One of the first assignments I give to couples who come to me for counseling is to create a shared relationship vision. Let me explain why a relationship vision is so crucial. We all bring preconceived ideas and expectations to our relationships, and these ideas have been implanted into us and are unconscious by our parents, community, television, and movies. Unfortunately, most couples do not share their expectations with each other prior to marriage. Eventually, they hit bumps in the road and find out that their ideas and expectations are not compatible. This is usually when they come and see me. Most couples come to counseling stuck in a power struggle. One partner is upset with the other for not holding down his side of the deal. When we are all expecting certain behaviors and actions from our partner and we become more and more frustrated and angry when they're not forthcoming. Joining me tonight on the show is my wonderful husband, Rudy. Good evening, Rudy. Good evening, wonderful wife. <laughs> it's good to see you tonight. And uh, this has always been one of the most important topics that we ourselves have dealt with in our marriage and um, that we try to communicate to other couples. If you don't have a plan and you don't know where you're going, then it's going to be hard to wake up one day and get there. You know, one thing we learned early in our marriage was that nobody <laughs> taught us how to be married. That's true. And That's that true. was just so obvious, but it's like nobody ever said that before. <laughs> How come we weren't taught how to be married? We're taught how to fry an egg, bake a cake, drive a car, run the lawnmower. We're taught how to wash dishes and do the laundry. We're not taught how to be married. Well, and even in our careers, uh, if you want to uh, do a certain job, you've got to get certified or you've got to get a degree. Uh, you've got to learn how to do the job that you're trying to do and Marriage is one of the biggest jobs you'll ever do. I always say I look forward to clocking into work every day, but it is one of the hardest things that I've ever done and will do is marriage. And, of course, parenting is right under that. But marriage done the right way can be very fruitful and very rewarding, but it also can be very time-consuming and uh, very much hard work. Well, we were taught that also, that marriage is work, and you have to yes. work at it every day, and you have to look forward to going to work every day. I mean, if you're going to be married, you're setting off on the most arduous journey of your life, but it's also the most rewarding. Mm -hmm. People don't want to work at it. They want it to come easy. We watch TV, and it's all easy. We see other couples and think, oh, they're happy. I mean, Debbie, we have so many examples of seemingly happy couples lowering the boom on one another. I mean, the examples of I've spent 20 years with you, I'm not spending another day with you and walking out. I mean, yeah. it's just amazing how many people are miserable in their marriages, but mm -hmm. they stay in them to, for whatever reason, but they don't have to be miserable. No. Your marriage can be the happiest area of your life mm -hmm. and make the rest of your life so much better yes. and it's not that 
It's not that difficult to learn how, but it does take work every day. It takes mm-hmm. commitment, takes commitment, commitment, commitment. Yes, commitment and communication and just taking the time. You know, I think we need to prioritize our marriages. A lot of times, um, especially in today's society, we're busy doing all kinds of other things when we don't prioritize our relationships. We don't prioritize our marriage. We don't prioritize our relationship with our children. And everything else seems to take over, and it will take over if you don't if you are not the one that's, that's controlling exactly right. that. That's right. And so part of the vision is uh, something that you can write down, something that you can look at, something that you can come back to when you're trying to make decisions, when you're making choices, uh, when there's something that comes against you, when you have a vision, you have a guideline, you have something to look at to, to draw strength from, you have something to look at to say, you know, this is not where we're going. And um, we agreed on this. And so, you know, this is what your dreams are. This is what my dreams are. And this is not going to really help us or this is going to help us. And so it's like a roadmap that helps you on the journey. It's not taking the place of the journey because, of course, you know, life happens as we go along and we have to adapt to that. But a vision just allows you to be able to understand, you know, this is who I am. This is who I'm married to. And this is what we um, have decided we want to do with the life that we are creating. Whether you want to realize it or not or admit it or not, the life that you have is the life that you've chosen. I'm going to say that again, and I know that that's probably upsetting to some people, but the life that you have is the life that you've chosen, because if you haven't done anything else to change it, then it's the life that you've chosen. And um, so many people say, well, I'm stuck in a bad situation. And yes, I understand that there are times where we get stuck in bad situations, bad things happen to good people, but... We can take some kind of control over our situations, and we can make things better if it's all that we do is make ourselves better, which is the first step. And we talked about that last week in uh, being able to have a vision for your life and a vision for the new year is that you got to clean up the old you. You've got to put the old you out and say, you know, there's got to be a new me that's got to come forth here. What do I need to do to change to become better? And... Um, in marriage, I think sometimes we change. We change in marriage. I mean, that's part of the problem is that we don't grow together. We're changing day to day, and we wake up one day, and we don't know who we're married to. Well, we make marriage a contest. Who's going to win? Am I going to win, or are you going to win? I'm not giving in. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a battle, and, oh, that's misery. Yeah. That's two people choosing to be miserable together mm-hmm. when the same two people could choose to be so happy together. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, uh, it's easy to have a vision if I had married the right person. You know, then we would envision life together and it would be this glorious, uh, wonderful life that we would have. And we would forever be in love and um, always giddy and just happy to see one another. And every day we would wake up with stars in our eyes and be so, you know, in love um, I don't know any marriage that's that way. I mean, I love you, but there are days that I'm sure that you don't love me (laughs) as much. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what have I done? But that's just part of our emotions of the, of the, um, 
you know, the ups and the downs. You can't always live on a high. But it's not, don't believe the lie that if you'd have married the right person, then you'd be able to have an, an, a vision for your life and it would be working for you. Um, you can have a vision with the person that you're married to. And if you're married to them, then they are right for you. You just have to work together to make it right, to make it work. Years ago, Billy Graham had a, a newspaper column and he would answer questions kind of like Ann Landers. Mm-hmm. And one day he got a letter. This person was writing in asking if there was one specific person out there that God had made just for him or her. And so many people believe that, and they look and look and look, and they think, I'll know when I find them. Well, you know, there's 8 billion people in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of people to check. Yeah. You figure half of them are the opposite sex. So that cuts it down to 4 billion. You know, that's doable. And Billy's answer was, whoever you're with at the time that you are ready to get married, that's who God has for you. And he went on to explain, if you will do your part in the marriage and you marry someone of like mind and they are willing to do their part in the marriage, then you'll have a joyful, happy, fulfilling Mm -hmm. marriage. Mm -hmm. And what you said earlier, Debbie, about marrying the right person, you know, sometimes people use that as, as an excuse to get out of a marriage. Yes. And they go into another marriage, and here's the here's the dirty little secret. They haven't changed. Mm-hmm. So the destructive person they were in the first marriage, they're still that same destructive person in the second marriage. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They're going to have the same results. Mm-hmm. So when you first, one of the first things you said tonight was improve yourself. And that's what we said last week. Improve yourself. Mm-hmm. Focus on yourself. Make you the best you you can be. Mm-hmm. And if you're married to someone of like mind, they'll be focusing on themselves and being the best who they can be. Mm-hmm. And that's good ingredients to start with to build yes. a fulfilling relationship. You know, so many people out there that are newly married or thinking about getting married, uh, they're still in the honeymoon phase of the relationship. And they're not really looking at down the road. They're just thinking about how much they love each other today and that love will stand, you know, and conquer it all. And, and yes, love does conquer all. But if you don't have a plan, you know, and I love that where it says, you know, so many people put all of this time and effort into the one day, the wedding day, they do no planning or preparation for the marriage. And, uh, and I think, you know, you've shared this in lots of our seminars and that is that that's really how men think. Uh, you know, it's like we've done all the build up to this wedding day and we've gotten all the preparations. Now that we're married, okay, I can go back to work and you can go do your thing. And, you know, now we just do life. And women, on the other hand, I think have a tendency to think about it a little bit different. Now it's like, now we're married. Now let's. I'm going to say this, you know, play house. Okay, so let's set up house. And they're ready to go to work and to do what needs to be done. And this is just generally speaking. Uh, And most men are, you know, they're just like on to the next thing. And it's like, well, we're married now. What do you want me to do? You know. What's the problem? I'm happy. You're the one with the problem. We hear that so often. Yeah. Yeah. But for, for the most part, men are not ready for marriage and how they're called to change. Single man is gone. It's now a married man. Mm-hmm. And you become one with your wife. 
and she has the right and she wants to know what you're thinking, what your goals are, what your plans are. Uh, a woman's greatest need is security and she finds her security in her husband and also in her relationship with God. But in her husband, hey, are you going to work? Are you going to provide for the family? Are you going to make good financial decisions? Are you going to keep me at the top of your human emotional or, uh, uh, priority list? Priority list. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. A woman knows exactly where she ranks with the man in her life at all times. Mm -hmm. And if he suddenly puts a buddy up there or his job up there or his car up there. Or hobby. <laughs> well, this is what we call legitimate jealousy. Mm -hmm. Legitimate jealousy. In other words, hey, I'm supposed to be your number one human relationship priority and you've put something else in my place. Right. And I'm here to tell you that is not going to last, mister. Yeah. And the man's like, hey, 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 hey. You know, men don't like being told what to do by anybody. And we're speaking in generalities again. Uh, this certainly could be uh, flipped in the other way uh, because men, I think, know whether or not they're in the correct priority list as far as women um, are concerned as well. So uh, the thing is, is that when you have a vision, it gives you an opportunity to sit down and to talk and to share your value system, which hopefully you did before you got married uh, because this is one of the things that really can break a marriage value systems when you get involved with someone that doesn't share the same value system that you share so I want to encourage you if you're not married yet and you haven't had the talk about values and and uh, just the kind of life that you want to have based on what type of morals and values and faith that you want to have then this is a discussion you need to have and if you're already married and you didn't have that discussion and it's bringing conflict then you can work it out. And part of the um, vision process is talking about those things and getting them um, sharing your heart about them and coming to some type of agreement where you can move forward. And the vision helps you to be able to do that. And um, a vision can be a lifelong vision with a mission statement. I know that our mission statement's kind of silly and we've had it all of our life, but it's been basically that, um, you know, and I'll put it in my words, it's you and me against the world. And one day we're going to be sitting in our rocking chairs on our front porch. And that's where we want to be, you know, as as grandparents and great grandparents. And, you know, that is what we've always put before us when we had trouble, when we were thinking about we can't stand each other another day. We remembered those rocking chairs on the front porch and one day that we would be grandparents and great-grandparents, and that's what we were working towards. So it was very simple. It wasn't a whole lot of uh, information, but it was a goal and something that we could see ourselves doing, and, you know, we're living that now as far as with grandchildren. So um, you, it'll be here before you know it. But you can think of just something very simple like that that will keep you motivated. A vision needs to have a little bit more to it than just that, but that's something that's very simple that can keep you going in times of trouble. And that's really when you need that vision is when you're, when you're second-guessing, what am I doing in this relationship? Unfortunately, so many marriages start with one or both parties having a very short-term vision. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it feels good now, but if it goes bad, we'll just get divorced. I mean, that's so common in our society. Mm-hmm. And uh, to have a long-range vision of till death do us part, we're going to be together forever. We're going to wind up on the front porch in rocking chairs holding our great-grandkids. You know, that's that's too far ahead for some people to think about. And so let's make it more immediate. Do you want to be miserable or do you want to be happy? <laughs> Well, I want to be happy. Well, what you're doing right now is going to ensure that you're going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Here's a way to pursue happiness, to move in the direction where you'll find happiness. You know, we've had couples come to us for pre-marriage counseling and decide we can't get married. And they've come to us and told us that after going through your pre-marriage counseling, we've decided this would be a disaster. Mm-hmm. And we were so glad that they came to that decision. Yeah. Because they would have been in a disaster. And boy, life is too long to live in a disaster. Mm -hmm. Life is too long to live miserably. But you can be happy if you'll learn how to do your job in in the marriage. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to be back for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're talking about 2020 vision for your marriage. Uh, This is the night where you can get help on how to get a vision for your marriage and how to be able to move through the year of 2020 and the years to come with success and happiness in your marriage relationship, how to be able to hopefully work through some issues that you may have already in your relationship, or if you just would like to uh, enrich your relationship and make it better. A vision is always a great way to put a plan in place and for you to be able to fulfill the purpose that you were intended to fulfill as a married couple. Stay tuned. We've got more to come right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. 
The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven offers services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment to medical and law enforcement, legal advocacy, individual counseling. The Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend that is being abused. Set an example. For more information on how you can help, call The Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. We're talking about 2020 vision. We're continuing with the series that we're doing in January on vision. New Year's resolution versus vision for your life. And uh, tonight we are talking about vision for your marriage. And um, this is a really important topic because a lot of times it can be something that can help and save a dying marriage uh, if you will just put a vision in place and figure out where it is that you both want to be. It takes sharing and communication. It takes um, learning how to be a better you and be a better partner. But it can be done and it can be very encouraging and it can also change um, your relationship tremendously from just a mediocre relationship or a bad relationship to a very good relationship. And one of the um, things that we're going to talk about in the second half is some things that you can do uh, in order to write that vision down and make a vision statement for your marriage. There's some things that you can do together and separately that can help you to be able to put one of those in place if you haven't done so already. And... We talked earlier um, just in general about marriage in the first half and how important a vision is. If you don't really know where you're going or what it is that you want to, what kind of life you want to have, how are you going to be able to have the life that you want? And a lot of times that's just communicating with one another what it is that you want, being open and honest about it. Yes. So part of uh, having a great marriage is raising great children. You know, if you're working together as a husband and wife, you're showing your children how to have good marriages. Mm-hmm. You don't want your children to have terrible marriages. You want them to have good marriages. So you want to give them a good example. You know, coming into the marriage relationship, you have a man and a woman. That woman was raised by her parents where she saw the way they did marriage. 
that man was raised by his parents where he saw how they did marriage. So they both come into this new marriage and expect it to be like what they grew up with, what they saw their parents do. And one of the greatest challenges in marriage is unmet expectations. Men have expectations of their wives. Wives have expectations of their husbands. And if you don't know what those expectations are, guess what? You're going to create some disappointment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that comes out in very ugly ways. So learning how to communicate, learning how to talk about it, learning how to ask those questions, uh, learning how to answer those questions, being comfortable with being asked a bunch of uh, probing uh, personal questions. You know, men are very touchy about that, don't want to talk about it, uh, very private. And so you have to build a an environment where the man feels safe in sharing some of the things he thinks. Mm-hmm. And the wife has to protect that and keep that in the marriage. <clears throat> and so uh, the communication part, it's easy to talk about communicating. Well, he won't talk to me. Well, whenever he shares something, how do you respond? Do you laugh at him? Do you ridicule him? Do you attack him? That'll shut a man down mm-hmm. for a very long time. So create a safe place for them to share. And if they share something shocking, try to keep it off your face. Have a poker face. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, process it later. Don't say, I can't believe you said that. You know, well, I'm not saying anything else. Well, and one thing um, that we need to accept with one another, male or female, is that when we're sharing our heart or sharing something that's important to us, it doesn't really matter whether or not the other person agrees with it or um, you know, it's not their thoughts or their feelings. It's the other person's. And so we need to respect that and have common courtesy and respect for one another when we're talking. And that's probably one of the things that we need to work on if that's a problem in the relationship, because if you're going to be able to sit down and talk about the things that you would like to see, um, happen in the relationship where you want to be in a year, two years, three years, five years, 10 years, uh, those goals that you want to meet, then you're going to be able to uh, sit down and you're going to have to share openly and you're not going to be able to ridicule one another or say, you know, that's a dumb idea or why do you want to do that? Um, You know, let that person share and then you share your feelings and then come together. Um, but it won't work, you're right, if we if we don't respect one another, and that's on both sides, I think. Um, but definitely, men will shut down if if a woman doesn't uh, respect that. Um, working on keeping the marriage is the number one priority. That's really important. Um, a lot of times, again, we talked about busy schedules and how society is today. We're doing everything else but um, our relationships, and so. Understanding that that should be one of the first things that you want to have on your vision statement is that, you know, these are the, some of the things that we want to see. We want to have, you know, a peaceful home. We want to be able to get along with one another. We want to be able to share our dreams. Uh, we want to keep each other number one. You know, we're working together as a team. And I remember you always saying that to me. It's you and me against the world, baby. And, you know, I remember that. And I remember that in times where it's tough because there's no one else that has my back like you. And and so you want to get into a place like that into your relationship where it's you and me against the world. And you're 
a, you're a tight team. You're working together for the common goals in your life to build the life that you both want. That's so true. And if you're sitting out there thinking, well, that's kind of a strange way to look at things, listen, the world's against you. The world isn't for you. If you're successful, you're taking someone else's success. Mm -hmm. So you've got one partner, and that's the person you're married to. And you entrust, <laughs> you trust that person enough to sleep beside them where they could do things to you. <laughs> so you're, you're better, watching too much ID. <laughs> you better take care of that relationship. And uh, it's you and me against the world. And, you know, Watch that builds security. There, guys. That builds security. <laughs> it's true. Um, but keeping, keeping that uh, priority of the marriage, that can be hard to do. And understanding that you are a team and that you work together towards, uh, like you said, raising your kids and all that you do in the marriage should be done together for the common good. And, you know, part of that is creating limits and boundaries and understanding that, um, you know, it's okay for us to have those in our life. And we've talked about this in previous uh, shows as well when we've talked about in-laws and outlaws and you know, extended family, it's good to have limits and boundaries. It's good to have, uh, I don't want to say rules, but it's good to have things laid out, boundaries, uh, that you can live by, that you both agree to when it comes to everyone else but you and your spouse and your family, your immediate family. Because things are going to kind of come in and try to violate that priority system. Things are going to come in and try to violate your time. And what are you going to decide when it happens? You're going to have to decide before what your response is going to be. That's so true. And, you know, for couples that decide to have healthy marriages and to prioritize the person they're married to, you may be the first one in your family and their family to do that, which makes you weird and different. Mm -hmm. And you're not like everybody else. And now everybody's going to come against that and say, we don't do it that way. Well, that's not the way to do it. Well, why are you doing it like that? Well, and they will attack, attack, attack. Mm -hmm. And so you'll really feel isolated. And you really do need to pull together then and say, you know what? We made this decision. Let's stick to it. Mm -hmm. We'll weather this storm. And I'll tell you what, you'll have a positive influence on others. But sometimes it's hard to stand mm -hmm. for for. Your marriage, it's hard to stand for that relationship. It's hard mm -hmm. to stand for what you've decided you're going to do. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, it's not easy. There's nothing easy about it. You know, I like to use the analogy of, you know, it's <clears throat> tax season and <clears throat> people are going to go to CPAs. CPAs have to do <laughs> continuing education. They have to stay up to date on all of the tax laws. Every year the tax laws change. Mm -hmm. Would you go to a CPA that got their CPA license 20 years ago and haven't stayed up to date on the new tax laws? No, you'd be a fool to. Doctors the same way. They're constantly reading journals, learning mm -hmm. about new medicines, learning about new procedures. Lawyers the same way. Case law changes every day. So they stay up to date on their craft, on their expertise, on their area. Well, in marriage, we get married and think, well, you know, it's going to last forever. We don't put any effort into learning how to communicate, into learning how to have a relationship, 
into learning how to respect one another, into learning how to meet one another's needs. We don't put any effort into it. And there's hundreds of thousands of books out there available Mm -hmm. to read about communication, about relationship, about valuing, about love, love languages. There's just so much available. And you don't even have to buy the books anymore. You can go online and Google it Mm -hmm. and just read about how to prioritize your marriage, focus on your marriage, make the person you're married to feel loved and respected and valued and prioritized. But we don't do that. Nobody tells us to do that. We don't get taught that in school. Mm -hmm. We don't see that on television. We don't hear it on the news. It's just not out there because it's not cool. It's not exciting. It's, but I'll tell you what, it's life. Mm-hmm. And life is long if you're miserable. Mm-hmm. And we can, you know, a lot of the problems that we have in our relationships can be prevented by just uh, doing some of these things that we're talking about, prioritizing your relationship and um, understanding that we need to have open and honest communication, respecting one another, understanding what our spouse's needs are, all of these things that we need to learn, that we learn how to be married these are things that help us to be able to prevent some problems that come along the come on down the line because we've already done some of the work and we can uh, and it's so much better to be preventive than to try to find a cure you know once you're already there it's really really tough but if you are preventing something from happening because you've worked on it and you um already understand that that's how you're going to deal with something in your relationship, then you're much, much better off. And talking about priorities and boundaries again, uh, a lot of times people will say, well, you know, that's my job and, you know, I have to work 90 hours a week. And, you know, there are some things where our hands are tied and we do have to uh, do some certain things in order to live in the world that we live in. But if it is causing turmoil in your relationship, if it is something that is uh, causing you and your spouse to have a lot of trouble, then there needs to be a compromise and a solution. There needs to be a change made. You can no longer use that excuse as, uh, well, that's my job or that's what's expected of me because, remember, the priority of the relationship is greater than any of those things. So if it's getting to the point to where it's causing a lot of turmoil, then something needs to be looked at. You both need to sit down and talk about the sacrifices that you're going to make in order to make changes for that to not be a hindrance in the relationship anymore. And you both have to agree to that. Well, put simply, you have to agree on the sacrifices you're going to make. Yes. Do we take this job promotion? You know, I really want it. Yeah, but we would have to move. Yeah, but you know, I really want it. Yeah, but we'd have to live here. Yeah, but I really want it. Yeah, but there's no child care. Okay. I mean, you talk about it. You work it out. You sleep on it. You know, we our emotions can get so high, and we've got to win this argument. We've got to win this discussion. We've got to win this battle. Hey, 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 time out. Sleep on it. Mm-hmm. Go to your corners. Be quiet. Yep. Take some time to think about it. Come back together again and discuss it again. It doesn't have to be solved immediately. Uh, Decide that you're going to agree to disagree and table it and then come back. Um, So keeping the relationship in a high priority uh, 
establishing limits and boundaries when it comes to visitors, family, or anything that could come in and uh, violate the relationship. Being on the same page with your finances, we're going to talk about that more in another program, Vision for Your Finances. And Raising Great Children, we're going to talk about that as well in another program for um, children and helping them to find a vision for their life. And so, you know, that's part of raising great kids is helping them to find out what they're gifted in and what they will be good at, at moving forward in their life and having a plan and a purpose for their life. Um, eating healthy food and exercising, these are things that you might want to put in your vision. Uh, we're going to start taking care of ourselves a little bit better. And, you know, these are all examples of things that you can put down and that you can work on uh, in the relationship and that can be part of your vision. Um, what do you, you say? Well, okay, so we've sat down, we've talked about some things, we've put some things on paper, we've made a plan, this is our vision, this is where we want to see ourselves in the year 2020, this is where we want to see it. You know, we're coming into it, this is a new decade now. So not only are we coming into a new year, 2020, but we're in a new decade now. So where do you want to be this year? Where do you want to be three years, five years, ten years? When we turn over another decade, Where? what is your life going to look like? It's going to look very different. Um, so what is, is it going to be something you like or something that you dislike? And you have the opportunity now to make a difference in that. And one thing that you can do um, once you have established that vision statement is we do what we call marriage checkups. So that's something that you want to do and you, you decide when, you know, weekly, um, monthly. Um, you need to at least be doing, you know, one big quarterly one every six months and especially once a year vision once a year to just kind of see where we are and how close are we to that three-year five-year ten-year goal um, but it's really just a opportunity to do a checkup you know you go to the doctor for maintenance checkups to make sure that your blood pressure is good and all these different things are good and so it's the same thing with a marriage you know we want to do you take your car in for a tune-up same thing for a marriage. You want to sit down. You want to evaluate where you are. Take that vision statement and say, okay, these are some of the things that we agreed on. We are three months into the year now. Where are we on the goals that we set? Where are we on some of the things that we discussed? Or we're not there. Or I, you know, feel like I haven't changed. And give your partner permission to speak into your life and to say, you know, I love you. And I'm committed to you, but, you know, we discussed this, and I haven't seen much change in this area. But, you know, I understand you've been busy, and we're going to keep moving towards it. But I just want to share with you, it's been a little frustrating. And, you know, that's open, honest communication right there. Um, but you can do it with affirmation. You know, men are sitting out there like I'm sitting here right now just laughing like, yeah, right, we're going to have that conversation. Most men go through the day think, thinking, I hope we don't fight today. I hope we don't fight tonight. I hope it's quiet tonight. I hope I get to watch the football game tonight. I hope it's, you know, well, they're not going to come in and say, you're not making any progress in this area. Oh, there goes the plate against the wall and slamming the door. Don't schedule a marriage maintenance night on a football night or a game night. Let me tell you, Do most women I night? know, it's a marriage checkup every night. 
You well, said you were going to start putting dishes in the dishwasher. You well, haven't been doing that. You said you were going to take the trash out. You haven't been doing that. All right, honey, how about your makeup counter? Ah, and then that's, you know, another sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> we are. Uh, <laughs> These are true stories. They are. But uh, schedule your marriage checkup times where you're going to sit down and you're going to talk about openly and honestly with your spouse about where you are in the vision. Um, now seriously, be and the serious, men sit there know. and say, "Honey, you're perfect. I don't want you to change at all," because they oh, don't I, want to have that battle going I on. I don't know. I think there's a lot of men that share uh, very openly. Not a second their, time. Well, you're speaking. I'm getting that look in generalities, and <laughs> we need to come back to the topic here on. Uh-huh. Marriage checkups. Um, you need to be doing these if you're going to have a vision and you're going to need to evaluate it. Every good Let job me just that you- finish that last statement off. Guys, you've got to talk. You can't say, no, you're perfect. I don't want you to change at all. Marriage is give and take. You've got to be willing to give. You've also, and this is for both sides, husband or wife, you've got to be able to say, hey, you're not meeting my needs. You're not doing what we agreed to. So it's give and take, and you've got to do your part. And if it means you have a little tiff, we'll be strong enough to survive the tiff. But it's only going to get better. I mean, everything you hold back is going to come out sooner or later. And if it comes out later, it comes out in a destructive way. So you've got to be willing to put it out there and say, you know, hey, I don't want to start a fight, but, you know, you said you would do this, and you haven't been doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just a great way to track your um, your goals and, and where you are as far as the vision is, you know, where you are in the vision. And I know that it's, you know, people don't look forward to it, but the thing is, is that a healthy relationship, whereas Rudy was talking about, that's a very unhealthy relationship. That's right. And I just want to tell you that. And most tonight. of them are, but they don't have to be. They don't have to be. And what happens is that you say, okay, these marriage checkups or, you know, this meeting that we're going to have or we're going to talk, we're going to put the kids to bed and we're going to have a cup of coffee and we're going to sit down and talk. These are things that as you do them and as you work through these issues, they become easier. And you sit down and you talk about a couple of things that need to be talked about, and then you're off onto something else because things seem to be moving a little bit more smoothly now because you've done the work that you need to work on. And when it's time and you need to talk about something serious, well, then you seriously talk about it. But this is part of maturing in the relationship, and it's part of learning how to communicate with one another and working through. And it's not always going to be hard. If you'll start somewhere, it will get easier as time goes by. And you'll feel more comfortable, and you'll start learning ground rules. And write down ground rules for those meetings. That's right. We're not going to attack one another. We're not going to accuse one another. We're not going to shame one another or disrespect one another. We're just going to share openly and honestly. We're going to evaluate where we are, and we're going to take notes, and we're going to move forward. And we're not going to get mad. And we're not going to get mad. That's right. And, you know, if we do, then we're going to get over it. So... Um, but you know, you, you're, you've decided that you're going to control the emotions. That's, that's part of it. But anyway, marriage makeup, marriage, uh, checkups, they're really, really important. They're things that you want to establish. If you have, um, let a three months go by and you've established your vision and you, you're not sitting down and talking about where we are, 
want to encourage you that probably by spring you need to be sitting down and talking about where we are and then at the six-month point, and then again at the end of the year. And where do you want to be for the year 2021? You know, it seems like the time goes by so quickly, and uh, that little bit of time that you invest in your relationship, that little bit of time that you sit down and you talk about those goals and where you want to be uh, can, can really eliminate a lot of heartache, and it can eliminate a lot of time that goes into issues that don't need to be gone into you've already taken care of that so it just brings a lot healthier environment for you and your spouse it absolutely does for the family and listen having uh, you know you can put it on a calendar once every three months we're going to have a marriage checkup whether we think we need it or not because you can only survive in a miserable situation for so long before you lose it and so it's an opportunity to sit down and say, you know, when you do this, it drives me absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. We talked about this three months ago, and you haven't made any progress. You know what? Thank you for bringing that to my attention. You're absolutely right. I'll begin working on that right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, give each other permission and respect that. Um, but moving through that, that's just what's really, really important is just be being sure that you put it down on the calendar and that you make sure that it happens. And if you don't intentionally set them up, that's like we say with dates and with other things that you do in your marriage, if you don't put them on your day timer, they're probably not going to happen. That's You're going right. to have to purposely make them happen. So um, that's a lot that we've had to talk about tonight on marriage. And uh, we could talk forever on marriage, especially on vision for marriage, because it is so important for for families, But as we continue through the month of January, we're going to talk more about vision for your finances and how to have a healthy financial plan, uh, learning more about opportunities that are out there for you as far as um, where it's safe to put your money and investments and things like that. And I think you're really going to enjoy that because Rudy is a former uh, financial planner with Merrill Lynch and has a bachelor's in finance and can bring a lot of wealth of information uh, to that program for you to be able to learn more about how to have a healthy financial plan and where you can best put your money to use for you. And so I hope that you're not going to miss that program that we have coming up in the next week or two. We also are going to talk more about having a vision with your children and teaching them how to have a vision for their life and how to grow into that. You know, if we all would be able to have a vision for our marriage if we were taught that. And so it's so much easier when we teach our kids a healthy way and a road that they can be on that can help them to become successful. Uh, so, but it's all about learning. That's right. It's all about learning. So, uh, again, we're going to continue through the month of January with our 2020 vision. We'll be talking in the next couple of weeks, finishing up vision for your finances and vision for your family, your children. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday night evening with you and sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. I'm Rudy Rule. And we'll see you next week right here at 6 p.m. on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Don't forget, if you have the TuneIn app, just uh, look for KNEL FM, and you can find us there on Sunday nights as well. And if you have Alexa, well, just ask her to find KNEL FM or AM, and you'll find us there on Sunday night as well. We want you to have a blessed week. We'll see you next Sunday right here on 95.3 FM and KNEL Radio. Have a blessed week.
Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Candy Hill 95.3 FM and CandyHillRadio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Oh, 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 o